Everybody say praise the Lord. The Lord is good, ain't he? He's been so good to us. He allowed us to wake up this morning, allowed us to be here. As the week went through, there have been a lot of challenges. And uh, I'm just going to talk to you this morning and kind of review some things that have been revealed to me during this week. And God is good all the time. We don't realize that he works through us each and every day. Each and every day. I've been listening to the sermons that has been preached. I record a lot of the sermons that are being preached, and I hear some things that hit me this morning. To me, I think a sermon that has bring forth, I think that maybe it needs to be preached every Sunday for at least a minimum of six weeks before you really understand or begin to understand what it's saying. Because I realize each time I read God's word, it says something different. And as I begin to meditate, one of the words I heard this morning is to meditate on his word. I heard the word focus. And a lot of times what happened is the scripture says that the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And as I began to think about that, the devil is like a termite. He works on you a little at a time. And on last Sunday, one of the things that I said is that we, our physical side of us is what we see, what we hear, smell he attacked you on your physical physical side and on the spiritual side you have to decide on what you see whether or not you're going to let allow what you see to change what you have learned and the spirit to control you. And many times what we do, we allow what the physical part of us to take control of us and to come to some kind of conclusion as to what the end result going to be of our decision. And most of the time, it is based on what we see or hear or think and not what we learn and church. We did not allow the Spirit of God to, to, to meditate. We didn't allow it to focus on what God said in His Word, what we learn on Sunday, or what we 
learned when we read his word. It did not take root. So therefore, what we see, uh, you allow that to form an opinion of what you decided. So let's look at a story, and we reviewed this on last Sunday. Let's look at a story in the Bible. The Israelites on one side, the Philistines on another side, and what divided them was a valley. The Israelites decided that when Goliath was a big man and he had all this armor on, and they allowed what they saw cause fear to come in to their lives. They draw the conclusion that they became scared because of what they seen. You cannot allow what you see. You cannot allow what you see be the conclusion or the result of what it's going to be. You cannot allow what you see. You cannot allow that to say that you cannot Defeat what is ahead of you. You can allow the devil or the doctor to say something and form an opinion in your mind that that's what it's going to be. For an example, the doctor can come and he can say that you are in a cubicle. There's nothing else that I can do for you. He might say you have cancer. He might say that there's unusual a disease that we don't know nothing about. By the way, the doctor don't know. He's experimenting. And when, when it, it usually is uh, when, when we found out that something is wrong that we have no control of is when we usually say, oh, my God. We usually find ourselves in a predicament where we cannot do anything about. Then we turn to God. But the thing God wants you to do is to meditate, uh, become focused on his word. Uh, I heard on a message a couple of Sundays ago, the woman of God said, read your Bible slowly. I heard her say, close the Bible after you read his word. And a lot of times, I believe God speaks through all the messages, and we uh, we we listen and we and, and, and we 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 enjoy it for the moment. But when we walk out of those doors, there's nothing to remind us of what we listen to. Therefore, the spirit, the word, don't is not allowed to to meditate. It's not allowed to take root because of your focus. In other words, you don't spend enough time to allow the word to come in. So what it does, it cripples you. It lames you to the point where you don't even 
know what it can do. You will not even experience it enough to what it does because you didn't meditate. You didn't read it slow. You didn't allow the word to come in to change you. But you operated in the physical part of you. You, you draw conclusions in your mind, in your soul of what you do on your physical side. What you hear, what you see, what you smell is affect you. The gossip that you hear, the obstacles that you see, you allow them to take control of you. And the Lord, through this story of David and Goliath, he, he let you see something. He let you know that you can uh, not allow conclusion in your soul by what you see. But if you can learn some stuff, if you can learn the spirit and, and you can meditate on the spirit, then what you see don't even matter. Sometimes it's better that we are blind to some things that we see. Sometimes it's better that we are deaf to some things that we hear because you don't need to see what you see. You don't need to hear what you hear because it don't bring you to the point where God needs you to be. Why is it so important that we, that is, that we need to meditate on the word? Why is it so important that we need to focus on the word? Well, two examples. When the Israelites seen Goliath, they were scared because of what they seen. Now, let's look at David. When David seen Goliath, it didn't mean nothing to him. He looked on Goliath as another bear, another obstacle, another lion that his God allowed him. He meditated on the word. He meditated. He allowed the spirit of God to take control. And when you allow the spirit of God, no matter what the obstacle, no matter what it looked like, no matter how big it is, it has no effect on what God can do. God can move mountains. We talk about how God can move mountains. But do you really know for yourself that he can defeat Goliath? You see, David don't operate by what he see. He operated by what he knew and experienced what God has done. We as people of God need to experience some things about what God can do. How many of you have really experienced what God can do? How many has been in a position where you know that you yourself was as impossible to attain or to conquer? How many know that by no mean necessary that you had the mean to accomplish it. How many of you know that when you get in a situation and when all odds are against you, when you get in a situation where your husband is doing things that you know 
this room. Do you allow what he does to what you see happening to affect your thinking? Do you allow what you see and what you hear about him affect your thinking? We as people of God has to become blind to situations. We as people of God has to become death to situations. Sometimes it's better not to see. Sometimes it's better not to hear. But the most important thing is that we need to pray. We need to be obedient to God's words. The Bible tells me that Prayer changes things. So if prayer changes things, then what that tells me that I don't care what I hear, I don't care what I see, I need to pray more. And when I begin to pray more, then you got to have some kind of expectation that whatever you pray for is going to change you. It's going to change the circumstances. It's going to change him. It's going to change them. It's going to change that child. It's going to change that illness. We as people of God has to get to the point where we really got to start meditating on his word. And not allowing, not allowing things that we see or hear affect us. I learned something this week. Matter of fact, I learn something every day. Me as an individual, I'm out of control. But me as an individual and begin to let God meditate and let the word abide in me in a way where what, what I see Here, don't change anything. I remember going on a, a job that was so big that I, the normal crew, wouldn't be able to accomplish in a week. I was told that every crew that came to, through the three weeks to accomplish. But see if something in you has to change. If something in you, you cannot operate by the physicalness. You cannot operate by what you see. And, and that's see the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And he attacks you in your mind by what you see. So he, what you see, you allowed it to, 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 to take over. You allowed it. You gave complete rule of you drawing an opinion in your soul that you can't. And when you allow that to happen, no matter what the Bible says, it means nothing to you. Because you turned it over to something that don't have no power. We as individuals 
we have no power. But with God, he give us the power. He give us the power to do anything that we want. The most important thing that we can do as individuals, and it's all up in me, is, is to allow the spirit, to allow the word. And, 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 this, and this, is, this, is, this is the thing that we don't do. This is the thing that, 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 that cripples us the most. It's when we don't allow the word they come in and change us. We hear it. We enjoy uh, the preacher. We enjoy the emotion. We enjoy the songs, and we enjoyed what what the, what 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 how the preacher preach. It's not about. What he does is the main thing we need to be concerned about in every service. Is what God wants to. I tell you something, we as individuals need more of his word and we need to be, uh, dedicate ourselves to the point where we begin to meditate. And when you begin to meditate, this is what come to me, which when you allow meditation come in, when you read the word and you close that Bible and, and, and the woman of God, I, I, I can hear her saying it over and over again. What do you hear God saying? What are you hearing God saying? And once you determine what you hear God saying, then you allow the Spirit to talk to you and teach you. Focusing, you got to give Him some time. You can't allow Mary to come over and interfere because Mary liked to gossip about what's going on in the neighborhood. Mary liked to talk about what's on the stories. And see, when you're trying to get where somewhere with God, you can't allow no type of interference to come in because situations going to be created when God Get to working. Then the devil get to messing with you. Trying to stop the progress of God and what he wants to happen. We fail to do what he wants because we give the devil too much power. We give him too much control. We let what we see in our feelings, in our, our mind uh, interfere with what God wants. You'll be surprised at what's in our minds. Matthew 15 and 19. It says, out of our minds come Thoughts, these thoughts, these thoughts comes out of our mind. These thoughts is what interfere. These thoughts is what, why you can't see. Why you can't meditate. These thoughts is why 
you won't allow God to come in and why you can't spend time with him. You got to be careful of what's in your mind. You got to be careful of how you allow things to come into your mind. And the reason why they come into your mind is because this is where Satan kills and destroys you from completing what you need to be and get in a place where God can use you, where you can have power and dominion over him. He uses this to stop you from being like him. Do you know how much power you have if you allow the spirit to come in and take control? So what the devil does, he, he calls this stuff to get in your mind, to take you off course of where you need to be. And the Bible says, this is what comes out of the mind. He says, evil thoughts. Think about it. Situations arises you think about it comfort something happens situation you get mad you don't say let the Lord will be done you say allow other stuff to come into your mind you let thoughts come in and take control. I dare him to say something. I dare her to say something. And you'll say what you'll do to them. Evil thoughts. You got to get to the point where no matter what is in front of you. No matter what the devil brings. You can't allow, you cannot allow, you can't afford to let this happen so that it will take you off course. What else? Murder. Sometimes we get so mad. And see, I'm talking about this. You see, when I tell you, it's for myself. What I speak to you right now, I'm talking to myself as well. You see, I'm learning something. I'm laying the word of God soaking to the point. I'm spending time. I'm allowed to read. It takes me like sometimes uh, two or three months and one scripture. I might read other places, but one scripture, I go back to it. And I allow the Lord to just come in and talk to me. And every time I go back to that scripture, something else comes to mind. Something else that the Lord revealed to me. You see, the Lord wants us to get to the point where you can meditate on his word, where change comes forth. It causes you to come out of a situation that you was in when uh, evil thoughts come. It don't affect you. When you want to kill somebody, it changes you. You, want, you say, what is, what? I don't want to kill that person. 
That person need to be saved. I'm going to pray that the Lord save him. Situation this week. I was mad this week. Had to invent somebody. I went over there with a, 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 a gun hole attitude. I'm going to move everything out of this house. I'm going to throw it out there. I didn't care because they were so behind and went. As I was moving, something came to me. And it came to me in the form of my wife. And it says to me, what would Jesus do? The husband came out. He jumped out of the truck like he's going to jump on me. The sheriff stopped him. I became blind to the situation. I got mad. I was getting frustrated. So once again, in the form of my wife, what would Jesus do? What would Jesus do? And my heart began to melt. I allowed the Holy Spirit to come in as mad as I was. Sick and tired of people just trying to get over on me. Sick and tired of people think they can just live for free and they won't pay you. They don't realize the stuff that we have to pay for, the things that we have to do. I had to allow that stuff to just go through me, get out of me. And when I did, the man that was mad, the man that wanted to probably choke me, he came up to me and he said, Michael, I know you don't have to do what you've done. You don't have to allow me to get a truck and move my furniture. What I did as the Lord was working through me, I went to him. And I said, if you can go get a truck right now, instead of me having to put this stuff out on the road, we can move it once. And we can help you put this in your truck. And when I said that, that's when he came and said, Michael, I know you don't have to do this. But I'm grateful and I'm thankful. Because you're trying to help me. You see, the devil wants you to stay in a state where you're in turmoil. Where you forget about what God's word says. You can't hear the spirit when you all fussy and mad. You can't hear the spirit when you are scared when you allow evil thoughts to get enter your mind and murderous things to enter your mind. 
sexual sins, it says. Stealing and lying, it says. Speaking evil of others, it says. You see, this is what's in your mind. And what I learned this week is that in the midst of confusion, in the, in the midst of giants, no matter what people say, no matter what people do, and no matter what you hear, the most important thing today is that you learn not to let that change your position with God. And the reason why you can't allow it to change your position. The Israelites did. They seen that big old giant and immediately they got scared. Because of what they seen. And they saw it and in their minds they say we can't defeat him. But if you allow the spirit of God to come in and change you. And you allow the word to sink in. I can hear the word saying, through Christ, I can through, I can do all things. Let that meditate a few minutes. Through Christ, I can do all things. As I begin to meditate on through Christ, I can do all things. And as I begin to let that sink in, there's something that comes inside of me to let me know that no matter what I see, no matter what I hear, no matter what is before me, I can conquer anything that comes in my way. Why? Because through Christ, I can do all things. In other words, if I got God on my side, there's nothing that I can't accomplish. I got to have the Holy Spirit operating. I hear the woman of God always saying this. She always talking about the Holy Spirit. She said, we all, we all need to get in a place. We, we got to get in a place where the Holy Spirit can rule us. You can't allow, you cannot allow, you cannot afford. Why is it so important to read the word slowly? Why is it so important to meditate? Why is it so important to focus? Because if you don't do it, this is what comes out of your mind. And when you allow this to get in your mind, then the devil, what he does, he takes that. He steals the joy from you. He steals the Holy Spirit from you. He steals you from focusing on God's word and gets you to the point where you don't even care about what God's word says. All you care about is what you want to do. And satisfy this, which means nothing when it comes to God. It's so much in God's word that we are missing because we don't focus. We don't meditate on his word. 
Notice. I'm closing with this. Jesus died for you and I. And when he died, he took all the power for Satan. There's nothing that we should fear when it comes to him because of his death. He died that we might be free, but you still are like you're bound because of you. Like of knowledge, now allowing the Holy Spirit to dwell in you to the point where it calls changes within you. And the Holy Spirit has so much that it will teach you, you'll never learn it in your lifetime. Because the word I find is unlimited, it's, it's so powerful, it is so much to learn, I can never, ever learn it all. Because God is not limited to these things that we see. God is unlimited. So God want to get us to the point where he can come in and we can attain the attributes of him. We can get the Holy Spirit to, to operating in where it changes things in our life. The way I used to see things, I don't see it that way no more. I used to see an obstacle and I say, it's just an obstacle. David seen Goliath. It was just another obstacle. But David, he meditated on God. He was obedient to what God says. And when defeat, when something that was seemed to be big, it wasn't big in his eyes. It just was another obstacle. Cancel. It's just another obstacle. Bills, it's just another obstacle. Cheating husbands, it's just another obstacle. Bad children staying in and out of jail, it's just another obstacle. But when we learn to meditate on his word, Day and night. When you begin to meditate on his word, you ain't got time for gossip. You ain't got time to see what's going on in the world because all it is is just one bit distraction trying to take you away from where God wants you to be. You see, when you was born, God created you for a purpose. And it was something to, you are a strong instrument that God needs in the kingdom of God. You might not be educated, it don't matter. I don't care if you can't read, it don't matter. What matter is what you do for him. We as people need to be mindful of the things of God because when we are mindful of the things of God, 
it causes change to come in us. Nothing shouldn't separate us from God. You got Bible reading times. What happens? Every time I look like get close to God, something happened on the job. I have to go and tend to it. Every time I get close to God, it seems like one of the children are going messing up. Every time I get on the, closer to God and begin to let the word begin to meditate, my husband go to messing up. Every time, no matter what it is, the devil brings about a distraction to stop you. I'm here to say that don't let nothing interfere no more. But from this day forward, always allow the spirit to be come in and cause change. Always be able to not let anything keep you from meditating on his word. Let nothing take focus off the word of God. Let no one, no situation, no job, no body. No devil in hell come and take you away from what God has given you to do. And take control of what he says for you to do. In closing, you got to have faith in him. Your attitude has to change. You got to have courage. You see, the Israelites allowed fear to come in. They didn't have no courage no more. David came in. He knew what God can do. He had faith in his God. He believed in his God. He didn't allow Satan to come in by what he's seen. He was a big man. He was the biggest thing probably he ever had to conquer. But it's no different from the small thing. It's no different. David said, I can do all things through Christ. This is just another obstacle. The same way that I can take down little, little animals, I can take him down. I can destroy him. You see, all that armor he had on mean nothing. But when you allow God to take control, when you allow God to uh, cause change to come within you, you see, you got to get to a point in your life where nothing else matters but him. I'm telling you, I got a lot of bills. A lot of bills. But I believe God can take care of them all. I have the attitude. I don't look at them. Here's my attitude. I give. I help people. I'm allowing the word of God to come in. And and I'm meditating on it more. I spend time with the. Sometimes I get tied up. I get tied up on one word. And that one word might take me two hours to just get the understanding of 
what it's really saying. And it might be a hundred words that's surrounding that one word. But see, I can see that with all the interference that was going on in my life. The more you allow the spirit of the word to come in, the more powerful you get. So, David had courage, he had tenacity. Nothing is going to stop him. Nothing that he was going to cause him to come in between him and his God. Today I would like to ask you, what is it that you allowing to come in between you and your salvation? What is it that you're allowing to come in between you and the spirit of God? What is it that you're allowing to, 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 to stop the development of what God is making and molding you from coming forth? Whatever it is, you need to allow the spirit to come in and change your heart. Because that's where the devil attacks you. In your heart, your mind, thoughts that come in and take away from what God is saying. Amen. Hallelujah. May God bless you. At this time, if someone wanted to be prayed for, we're going to pray for you.